welcome to Trainers Talking Truths. This is an ISSA podcast dedicated to exploring the fitness industry and uncovering the whys and hows of personal training. To do that, we'll talk directly to the industry experts and certified trainers. We'll dig into fitness programming, business tactics, nutrition, and more. You'll even hear from current training clients who offer insight from the other side. We've got the fitness industry covered, so turn up the volume and enjoy the drive. Hello, world. Welcome to the ISSA podcast, ISSA Trainers Talking Truths. We have a great episode planned for you today. I am one of your hosts, Jenny Scott, product developer and master trainer with ISSA, here with my co-host, Dan the Man Duran. What's up, Dan? Surrounded by greatness again. <laughs> I love it. Absolutely. We're in some great company today. We have a fabulous guest. We're going to be talking about physiology and equipment, specifically the importance of equipment and what we can gain from it. We have a guest with us, Marty Miller. And Dan, you actually know Marty, right? I do. I do. I, I, I got to know Marty through uh, his work at Techno Gym. And uh, he's, he's, he's a bit of a legend uh, in our industry. He is a legend in our industry. And I actually got to know him better than he realizes through other people. Uh, some of the folks I used to work for and with were always talking about Marty, 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 Marty. And I, I finally had the opportunity to, to get to know him a little better when he invited me to on a project uh, recently for Techno Gym and really enjoyed the relationship. I was hoping I could bolster it and keep it going. Very so, nice. I, 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 I've got to go ahead and get it started with an introduction because uh, Marty has a lot of information to impart with us. So a little bit about him. He's currently the director of education at training for Techno Gym USA. And if you're not familiar with Techno Gym, and yes, I'm going to say this, no matter who hears this podcast, because I've been around equipment, I've bought equipment, and I've trained people on equipment. Techno Gym makes by far the best equipment out there for what they make. It's an amazing technology and amazing products. There you go. Nobody paid me to say that. He has more than 20 <laughs> years experience in sports medicine, performance enhancement, injury prevention, uh, his academic credentials include a Bachelor of Science in Sports Medicine and Physical Education from uh, Canisius College in New York. Don't know if I pronounced that right. He also has a master's degree in Exercise Science and Injury Prevention from California University of Pennsylvania. And he has a doctorate in Health Sciences from A.T. Still University in Mesa, Arizona. Woo woo, Arizona! So, uh, yeah, our, our, our home base. So what's he do with all that? Uh, he's a certified athletic trainer. Uh, he's also a performance enhancement specialist, corrective exercise specialist, and a mixed martial arts conditioning specialist. Whew, that's yeah. a lot there, Marty. I had to One take thing a I wanna, Wait, Marty, do you get mad when people call you a trainer? You're an athletic trainer. Well, I'm, I'm both. But but the one thing before we get into it, when you're, when Dan calls me a legend, all that does to me is like, man, I'm getting old in the industry. Ah. <laughs> I've been around for a long time. So, you know what I mean? That's all it is. But on another note, um, as an athletic trainer, that's what I went to school for, to wait for athletes to get hurt because they get hurt. So it's a little more of that physical therapy, sports medicine. But yes, I put my personal trainer hat on. So I combine those. So e either one works well together. Nice. Yeah, that's clutch being able to combine the two because one part it's not that you're missing it as an athletic trainer because you guys have an intense like physiology knowledge, but you're more like you said, you're waiting for them to get hurt versus preventing the, the injury. Um, but you can do both. <laughs> and, and that's the good news about the education is how the industry's changed, you know, over the last 20 plus years that I've been in it is 
you know, fitness was just get people stronger for a while. And then the athletic trainers, we would clean them up after they got hurt. And then we really wouldn't communicate well together. So luckily for me, I kind of found out early on, I'm like, why don't I put both of these together? It's like, I should be able to do the assessments and understand why people get hurt. But if I look at the strength and conditioning side of things, that was the term everyone used back then. It's changed now. But it's like, well, why would I not want the whole continuum? So that's really where, you know, I just kept going out and gathering information because I, I didn't want to just be on one side of the ledger. And I knew that there had to be, well, if I can do the right things ahead of time, maybe I won't see as many of these injuries. So that's really where the industry has gone since I graduated, you know, in 1995 from college. Yeah, very true. That's awesome. It, you know, for the listeners out there, you're, you, as you uh, tune into our podcast, you're, you should be seeing a theme here. And regardless of where uh, the folks are that we're talking to, what they're doing today, what they all bring to the table is an initial background in personal training. But that's the foundation, the foundation for, for our guests and, and, and what we offer at ISSA is, a, is that personal trainer experience and then building on it because there's so many different ways you can go. You can specialize in personal training in a specific type of clientele. You can go into education like Marty did. You can go into uh, you know, entrepreneurship, own your own gym, build your own gym, buy your own gym. There's so many ways you can go. So for the listeners out there, notice that theme is it all starts with a foundational knowledge and personal training. And Dan, it's kind of interesting that you bring that up because I've had this conversation countless times with, you know, I'll be at dinner and I, it's, I joke with my wife, I'm like, don't bring up fitness because inevitably somebody, you know, they all of a sudden now the whole conversation goes to what, you know, you do that for a living. How do I do this? How do I do that? And, and the reason I say that to my wife is everybody wants to be healthy, right? There's nobody that doesn't want to be healthy. Truth. I can tell you at least 10 people that I can remember that had no desire to be quote unquote, a personal trainer. I said, why don't you go take the course? Worst case, you're your own personal trainer for the rest of your life. And they pause and they're like, you know, I never thought of it that way. Because I can't understand why people wouldn't want this knowledge, right? Because we have one body to live in. Yes, I still love to get coached and get motivated and go have some of my friends train me up. But at the end of the day, to me, like everybody should want this knowledge, even if they're not going to use it for a career. Oh, yes. I tell people that all the time, Marty, that you only have one body. You have one vessel and we don't take care of it. Things happen. Like I hate to bring it up, but like with COVID, like I've had um, athletes that I've coached, like one, a couple of them called me and their parents have gotten sick with this situation or one of them, her dad died. And I was very close with her dad. And when I heard that, I was like, gosh, it just reminds you that you have one body. And when it goes out and when it stops working, it is too late at that point. And there's really no coming back from some of it. And you can't, you can't take it back. Yeah. And that's when I, re- when I really focused on where I wanted to do my doctor and all that, like I did, I paused. I'm like, you know what, do I need to do research on the benefit of exercise? And we're always going to find new things, but I'm like, you know what, if there's never another article written about the benefits of exercise, I think we're good in the fact that no one has ever said, you know what, to prevent fill in the blank, stop exercising, you know? So exercise yeah. is medicine. Exercise is the best vaccine. And we've learned that from this COVID situation is you have such a better chance of just kind of rolling through this, the better shape you're in, the better condition and, you know, not fighting these comorbidities. No one's bulletproof, but man, oh man, if you want to put a bulletproof vest on and have the best vaccine for anything, be in good shape. Truth. There's a mic drop moment. There's a mic drop moment. There it is. (laughs) All righty. We're done. We're done. (laughs) 
Thank you for joining us, Marty. <laughs> so, you know, can you give us just a, a quick, because your, 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 your career trajectory obviously is, has evolved and morphed. Uh, can you give us a, just a quick rundown on how it started and, and, you know, how you ended up where you are now leading, you know, uh, one of the greatest equipment and technology companies in the world? Yeah. So going back to when I was uh, between that 16, 18 age, really wasn't an avid student. Uh, the people now that uh, counseled me back then would be shocked to see that I'm in the education field. And it really came down to I just wasn't interested. Right. I didn't learn well by sitting. We know that now. We're supposed to learn by moving. I was great in phys ed, but if you put me in front of a book back then, it just didn't connect. I was the guy that couldn't wait to go play sports. I was a good athlete, but definitely did not have a trajectory for professional athletics. So towards my end of high school, I remember somebody said, I think we went to like a college fair and somebody said something about sports medicine. I was like, well, what's that? And basically I'm like, you get to hang around athletes? I'm in. And I remember people going, ah, is sports medicine? Are you sure? And I'm like, yeah, I got this. So I went to community college for a year to prove myself. And all of a sudden I just became passionate about the knowledge, the information. And I, I've worked hard. And so my first goal was to work in professional baseball because that was my sport. So I volunteered and, you know, for all the people getting into this industry, you're going to end up spending time volunteering. I'm just telling you right now, it's just Absolutely. part of the game, right? You got to get those experience out. So I volunteered as basically the clubhouse attendant, a minor league baseball team, you know, doing laundry, running errands just to be around it, finished my degree and lo and behold, passed my national exam and got hired by the Montreal Expos, which is now nice. the Nationals. People are like, who? <laughs> so I got uh, brought down here to South Florida where I live now for the, the minor league teams. And I did that for about four years and then decided to stay down here. And then I kind of, Again, life takes you in different paths. Want to have a family, stumbled into private country clubs, then got more into the fitness and personal training side of things, and then just continued on my education. And I did get back in baseball in 2007. I was a big league strength conditioning coach for the Yankees, which of all things, that was my childhood dream. Like I was nice. a Yankee fan growing up, right? So I got to be with the team the last year, the old stadium, which to me was the most important. And you know, and then again, got back out of that and back into the fitness side of things. And then lo and behold, I was a customer of Techno Gym doing renovations. And the sales guy kind of knew that, man, I better be on my game because Marty's going to pepper me with science. So <laughs> I give him credit. He came in prepared and just said, let me just please introduce this company to you. Because I wasn't 100% familiar with him. And long story short, I started doing my research. I'm like, man, there is a company that matches the DNA I have of if it's not scientifically proven, I can't put my name behind it. Went over to Italy as a customer. And if you Google now, check out the Technogym Village. It is the most beautiful, magnificent um, campus. It's, I mean, it's all it does is it emanates wellness, whether it's the restaurant, whether it's how the employees interact, you know, taking the break to stop what they're doing at lunchtime and exercise. But they took me basically right away to the research and development. Over 250 people in Italy work on R&D. And oh, wow. I like to say I started geeking out, right? Because I'm looking at, 
you know, you name it from the biomechanics, from the feedback on the equipment. So that way I could have better data to train how they run the machines for hours upon hours for weeks to see what the breaking point would be, how quiet the machines are. I mean, everything is thought about. So I was a customer for nine months. And then eventually I think the sales rep just got annoyed at me, keep asking questions about what about this? And what if we could do that? And what about this data? And eventually he's like, I think you just need to work for us. And I'm like, Okay. <laughs> yes. Here we are almost four years later now. Since you put it that way. <laughs> right. It sounds like it's literally like the, I equate it to like the BMW of fitness equipment. Like BMWs are expensive, but they're quiet. They run well. The parts are expensive to maintain, but like they're good. It's good equipment. It's going to get you where you need to be. Yeah. I mean, that's a great uh, way to look at it, but we look at it just slightly a little bit differently in the sense that we're an aspirational brand. But aspirational, everyone can achieve. So when you really, because I did this. Touche, Marty, (laughs) touche. But I did this as a a customer first, well before the company is, if you truly try to compare apples to apples, our products are probably less expensive. Because first of all, if you factor in what our products do that nobody else does. Like for example, we have our premium performance treadmill, the skill run. Right out of the gate, we have a 10 horsepower motor nobody else does. So you can't compare dollar for dollar. And the reason we have a 10 horsepower motor is one, it accelerates two and a half times faster, decelerates two and a half times faster. So it makes you feel like you're actually running. It's got biofeedback. So I can watch someone's stride length, their ground contact time, right versus left leg. Can't put a price on that. What if I had, let's say Dan, during your you know, Ironman days, you had a 15 to 20% differentiation ground contact time and stride length, right versus left in your anterior knee pain, low back pain, that's blowing up. You can never get that measurement off another product. So whether I charge for that service, whether I have a premium membership where people aspire to be a member in my facility because of the equipment, it's quieter. So there's just, when you start to really peel it back for if there's a small price differential, it's almost like, why wouldn't I want the best if I want to now be the best in what I do I can't do it with the other equipment. Absolutely. That's amazing. The type of data that you can get off of this type of machine. So I have a question for you though, Marty, as somebody with as much education as you have, is that the kind of data that you would teach someone to understand from your machine and give them the autonomy to say, Hey, use this piece of equipment. It's going to help you get better. Here's how to read it and interpret it. Or is that something that you as a trainer would say, I will interpret this for you. Like, I guess it would depend on the, the customer, right? The client. Both. And going back to our founder, Mr. Alessandri, he's so passionate about the company, still runs it today as he did in 1983. And he was so forward thinking. So coming out of Italy, he had to, the, the story goes, he had to have the magazines that we were talking about before we went live shipped to Italy. But he knew that the, the industry was missing the design, the feel. And he named the company Techno for Technology Gym for Fitness back in 1983. So we've always been the smart digitally connected equipment company. Now, my role is I call everybody a partner. We don't have customers because, again, when when they come on to buy our equipment, we want them to don't just buy the equipment. We want them to maximize the usage of what they purchase. So my role is I get to work with all our partners. And then I have master trainers that go out on site and do the onboarding. We do virtual. We have e-learnings. And like, for example, say there was a uh, high level UFC fighter that uh, reached out to us today. He's got a fight coming up. And all of a sudden I was talking to his manager and we were geeking out again on the data. And he's like, man, this guy doesn't like to run. 
then we want, well, could it be that he doesn't feel good when he's running because he has an asymmetry? Maybe that's the why. Or guess what? If he's dialed in with his running now as a coach, you could say, hey, I don't want any excuses. You're dialed in on your run. Or as he's going towards his weight cut, if all of a sudden his performance starts to lack, okay, what do we need to do as coaching? Do we peel back? Or if he's saying, I don't feel good today, guys, and it's like, well, wait a minute, your peak wattage is better than it's ever been. Let's talk about this, right? So now, you know, we can hold people accountable or we can, we can purposely scale back when we need to, to elicit a better response. So my job is however our partners want that education, I give them our best practices because I'm around it every day and I've been around all the great minds that are using it. Or of course we have, you know, they can go out and do as they choose with it. But most people, they're like, man, I want to, what, who else is doing? What else can I do with this? Not to hit the easy button. They want to just, they want to speed up their learning curve. So again, if they can go out and give amazing results to their customers, their clients, now this equipment is actually an investment back to their business. Yeah. You know, it, it, fascinating stuff. And I'm, I'm, I'm nowhere near as bright as you are, Marty, but I love geeking out. I mean, that's, that's why I'm here. I, I, I got to meet folks like Rodney Korn that just oh, yeah. My amazed me. Uh, and, and I can listen to it for hours and hours. But for our listeners out there, let's maybe take a little bit of what you're talking about and swing it over into maybe what a lot of them are working in, which would be in a health club. Yep. So based on your background and your education in exercise science, injury prevention, or rehab, what, are there some you know, do's and don'ts or uh, things or equipment or methodologies that trainers should either do or not do or should or shouldn't use or be cautious of? You know, it all comes down to first and foremost, you know, what's the best for your client. So after you go through the initial, you know, par cues and the medical histories and you build that rapport. And the key thing is if you find out truly why they're there, sometimes they think they think they know why they're there. And then when you peel it back, there's other reasons. And, you know, what I always tell people is fitness and education are my two races with no finish line. So I'm a big proponent of explaining the process to my clients. I'm not going to beat you up out of the gate because first and foremost, again, as an athletic trainer, I can say this, that if you want to go do the athletic type of fitness, that's a sport inherently you're willing to get injured. Dan, you did fitness to participate in a sport. You didn't do the sport because it was good for you orthopedically, right? (laughs) You were willing to risk an injury. Now, my job is to clean you up and reduce that chance of injury. And we know the research shows that a progressive exercise routine will do that. But the other thing I try to lay down right at the beginning with any of my clients or any of the young trainers that I'm teaching or newer trainers is set the foundation very early that it's a process, that we're not rushing, that you're going to see better results. And we're not into the pain game, right? You should walk out fatigued, but come back refreshed. And I, I don't, I don't know why, and I've had clients in their 70s explain this to me, like, Marty, I wasn't sore after last work. I'm like, I know, you're welcome. And they're like, no, we didn't work. I'm like, well, time out. So you really think that this massive soreness, not the little bit of fatigue, like, like, yeah, I'm like, okay, do you like a headache? And they're like, no. I said, do you like a stomachache? No, but you like muscle pain. I'm like, well, yeah. I'm like, you think there's a difference in the pain receptors in the body? I said, they're, they're telling you something's wrong. And I'm like, so if I have a headache, does that mean I thought really well that day? (laughs) Sometimes it's fun. Like you got to almost break it down to like, do you hear what you're asking me to do to you? 
Now I will progress you, but if I can do my job well, you don't even realize how hard I'm working you because I've been hitting the bullseye every single workout. You know, it's easy to just pour too much volume and too much work into anybody. But if you look at what happens, how do they come back? They're demotivated, they're tired, they don't move well, but now I'm gonna overload that again. So what I really think about with a lot of fitness professionals is let's not continue to dig a hole. The goal of fitness is to be building, not digging down a hole. And most people don't rest enough. Most people don't recover enough. Most people don't have the right nutrition, the sleep habits. And we're just going to bury into them because that one exercise routine, they felt, oh, that was amazing. I barely made it through. So I have a total different outlook on it, but that's what the science shows. And when I worked with my athletes, no one would have been happy if I buried them, right? So again, we want to take that right back into the fitness industry. How about another rapid review this time on the ISSA online coach course. And this is from Brandon out of Maryland. And get this. Here's what Brandon says. This is the sixth, that's right, sixth course I have completed with ISSA. The value for the money is unbeatable. The quality of the course is very impressive. The exam was scored immediately and I knew instantly that I had obtained a passing score. I like that after each course completion, I get a call from a student support specialist to inquire about anything that I might need. I am part of the ISS family for life. Yes, you are, Brandon. Thank you. Oh, I like you, Marty. You're all about the education. For We talk about this in our other podcasts. Like if somebody can't explain to you why they're having you do something or you're like, yeah, I want to, I want to feel super sore. And you're like, no, and here's why. Then if you can't explain that to them, though, you have no business doing what you're doing. Um, but I love that you go through the explanation and you explain it to them and let them know this is why we're doing it this way. And like the techno gym equipment specifically, um, like I have that fresh in my mind now because I love data. Like I have a whoop. I check it every day. Like I have my watch. Like I love data. But the data shows me that you did enough today. It doesn't matter how you feel. Like you might be a little sore, you might not, but you did enough. So I love that. I think it's awesome. And here's the other thing too. Like there's some days, and this is why I love the equipment. And, you know, I bought a piece for my house because it was a performance piece. And I know what my indicators are and I'll check my whoop. I'll check my sleep. And there's days I'm like, man, I'm just not hitting the numbers I thought. Yeah. So I don't mentally beat myself up. I switch my program. I go do something else. Or if there's days where I'm like, man, I'm 10, 15% higher. I'm going to, I'm going to go for it today. Today's the day, everything lined up. And then I'll, I'll also like, okay, what did I do the last two or three days? <laughs> because I want to, I want to try to make that happen again. Right. Absolutely. For the listeners out there, rewind and listen to the last several minutes of what was just spoken. Uh, more is not better. And been there, done that. Was falling apart at 40, again, mentored by Rod, learned exactly what Marty's talking about. I was the old, you know, I'll sleep when I'm dead. I'll drink when I'm done. Um, you know, I'll, that, what is rest? Yes. You know, that you're weak if you're resting. You're weak if you're sleeping in. And it destroyed me. Now, I say that personally because here I am in the fitness industry, having been through that and having experienced it and having felt myself falling apart. I'm here to tell you folks, rewind the last few minutes, listen to what Marty just said, because you don't need to crush your clients or yourself to get optimal results. It's the converse of that. And Dan, you know what the funny thing is I've explained this to some of my clients, you know, when I was doing more one-on-one -on -one and they, and they really struggle with it first. I said, guys, you're paying me to get the most out of you 
with the least amount of effort. And they're like, what? I said, okay. And I've said this to young trainers. I said, who wants to make $500,000 this year? Ever said, would you rather work 80 hours a week or 20? And <laughs> all these examples and everyone hits the easy button except in their workouts. I'm like, if you, you're not making sense to me. The pattern is whatever the path of least resistance, but somehow in fitness, you want to do more to get less. I love being in the gym, but I'm in, I'm out. I got other things to do. If the science showed me something different, I hang with them, I would do it. But like I said, I, you pay me to get the most out of you with the least amount of effort. Now that doesn't mean your workouts are easy. They're just, I'm hitting bullseyes instead of not, like trying to hit the target with a blindfold. Absolutely. So speaking of though, Marty, why, why would you say it's important for whether it's a new trainer or somebody who's been in this for a while to really understand the physiology of the body, whether it's training, recovery, nutrition, all of that to get the most out of not only their workout, but the equipment, the specific equipment that they're using. Yeah. I mean, the challenging thing now in the industry, and again, we were talking about this before we went on, I'm dating myself here is I didn't have outside influence from the internet. And I'm not saying that's bad, but you have to have a filter when you, when you see things where some people see the shiny object and they try to repeat that. And it's like, well, does that make sense for that client or any client or all your clients or none of your clients? Back when Dan and I went through this, I'll, I'll lump him in with me is we had some magazines but we really kind of had to dig into more of the true reading. Yeah. And there were some things that weren't right back then. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, it's, it's all about the science. Like, I just went to the dentist today. Like, you know, it's what is that? You know, I slept at a whatever last night. You know what I mean? Like the, the commercial where, you know, they're, they're not an expert, but they slept in on a Holiday Inn Express or something. So all of a sudden they know everything. Like, you know, if I went to a dentist, a doctor, anybody dealing with my health, I'd want them to know the most recent science and have an idea what the evidence shows, not what they saw on Instagram, right? Yeah. And it's like, so follow the right type of people on Instagram. Go get your educations, get the certifications, and then use that to question what you see. Don't just blindly do it. There's some great information out there. And there's some people I follow that I love because that's their niche and they do some good things, but I have a filter in which I look at it and that filter came from the scientific education. Whether it's, you, whether you go back to school, get your degrees, that's phenomenal, but you don't have to, right? Yeah. The, the education you guys are providing has enough of the science to give you that filter. But I always question when people go get a certification, they go back to right to what they were doing. I was like, well, why did you study it? Like that is your toolbox. Yeah, what did you change? What did you, like, what did you implement? Yeah, so I'm, I'm just a passionate guy about the science because it's evolving. We've changed. I've had to relearn some things, but there's some things that won't change, right? Like we know some hardcore basics in the fitness industry. And, you know, to me, that's how you separate yourself. You know, I never sold personal training. I educated people on what I've learned. And then it was just, I really, you're just taking money at that point because people understood there was a difference. There was a system. You got my back what you're saying makes sense to me because they're looking at the same stuff on the internet that we were, you know, and I'm just using that as one example, or they could go to a gym. So if you can really separate yourself now, I always say there's three rules of personal training, do no harm. Like I had to say that as a medical professional, we yeah. should say that as the fitness industry, because, you know, as bad as it sounds is the goal isn't like when I get as an athletic trainer, they're not like, Hey, go fix the world. They were like, Hey, good luck. Don't screw anybody up. Step one. 
right? So I, I like that mindset for the fitness industry. Number two is give them what they want while you give them what they need. Because yep. they don't know that sometimes and then have fun. So if you follow those rules, anchor in science, you're still going to have the cool videos and you can still have your personality to it. But at the end of the day, people like us should say, I see exactly what they're doing. Now, some clients want to know it. Some clients don't want to know it. And you'll learn the art of training once you learn the science of training. But you're not going to go wrong having that science. And, 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 and I want to uh, just kind of do a, a, an analogy here with something I experienced that I think is going to drill back to exactly what you're saying, Marty. And for our listeners out there, I'm going to encourage you uh, to, to, again, Rewind, listen to what Marty had to say about the science behind the exercise. And here's the example. When I first got into uh, the private world of fitness, I would attend the IDEA Fitness Conference, the Ideal World Conference. And I'd take my whole team. And I would go to all the education sessions, uh, the science uh, sessions. Len Kravitz is my all-time favorite presenter. You know, just deep science. And most of my team would go to exercise sessions. And we go back to the gym Monday morning. I see those sessions that they learned being done with all their clients. Yep. They learned a new move with a band. They need, learned a new move with a Bozu, whatever that new move was, all their clients are doing it. That was pre-Instagram, but that's what we're seeing with Instagram. My, my, my argument or my position was learn the science. You can create the exercise. Yeah. Don't learn just the exercise because you're not learning the science and it may not be the right fit for everyone out there. Yeah, and I know some people that are so good scientifically, their strength isn't to be creative. So, but they'll go and they'll be like, you know what, I'm going to copy that, but I'm going to put it here. Or I can use 80% of that and filter it and change it. So I get it. Some people, you know, don't have that creative gene. And even though their program would be good, some, let's be honest, we have to entertain simultaneously, right? Yeah. And people want different all the time. So I could be working on a squatting pattern. I have 80 versions of the same exercise. They think they're doing something different. Could I give them the same exercise for a week or two? Yeah, you haven't learned it yet or you haven't mastered it yet. But I, I know the game where day one, it'll be here. Day two, it'll be here. Day three. But the scientific principles, all three of those exercises would fall into the same progression. So I have no problem being inspired by some of these great minds that are creative because that's their strength potentially. But filter it again through the science that you learned and now it becomes easier absolutely so then would you say so i'm thinking like i've worked in gyms before and of course group training and stuff but if i was in a gym i'm thinking of a specific one a very nice facility i'm not going to name names but if i had one piece of equipment that like a cable chest machine right you could do flies with it because it's a cable you can do presses with it you can do shoulder stuff with it would do you think that it'd be really important to learn, understand that machine. How do the cables affect how the resistance work? How does the seat position work? Do you think it's like important for a trainer to learn that kind of information? So then, like you said, I can switch up. We can do 10 different things that may, may surprise you on this chest machine, but I understand how this machine works. How important okay. is that? And that's where I really get to have fun with what we do with Technogym. Our equipment is so far advanced. Like for example, on the, on the dual adjustable pulley that we call it the cable is we have the ability to pull a little knob, it gets into a power mode. So now there's a band. So if I'm moving quickly, a normal cable can't keep up with it. So why would you even do power on a cable? Because it's going to jump. Well, Technogym being Technogym, they figured that out. They added a bungee. So as you move explosively, it takes up the inertia before the cable can move in. Now so we, can, we can program and we can do it. But I see people, I'm like, that's not the right tool for what you're trying to do because of what you're saying with the the lack of knowledge of the equipment. Same thing if we're getting into sled pushing or 
walking downhill versus uphill. So this is where, like I said, I, I get to play with the world's best boys each and every day. And then I get to inspire fitness professionals to now take that knowledge to their clients to elicit better responses. So it, that's why this was the perfect opportunity for me, matching that science with a company that is always innovating. Like it's hard for us to keep up with our innovations because they just keep turning them out over. And they, we, the people that come up with this over in Italy, I get to work with a lot of our product managers and our engineers. They are just amazing. And it's, and it's in the DNA. We will not stop innovating. Absolutely. So do you think that clients could get the same results at home as they can in a gym? Is that possible? You know, I think that yes and no. I mean, you know, it depends on what the person's judging it on. Some people are only worried about their scale weight or did I burn amount of calories? So yes, they can do that. I truly believe that the home revolution is what we call it in techno gym is here to stay. We've come up with solutions for trainers to have better access with apps and things like that and helping them provide the equipment where, you know, and even giving them a commission so that way they can monetize things better. But any fitness enthusiast is always going to gain going back to what we talked about getting better results when they learn from the right fitness professional. And let's be honest, having someone check in with you, having someone motivate you, you know, even as fitness professionals, that's helpful. But for the person who can fall off quicker than us, because we understand a lot of this and we're living around it. Absolutely. I think that they absolutely need somebody to motivate and teach them. And, you know, I know we're wrapping up on time here, but like, I had a trainer ask me, you, Marty, you give out a ton of information to your clients. I'm like, if I can teach them everything I know, I don't know much. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So my point <laughs> is that the more I teach this person, the less likely they are to not want to train with me. And the more benefits they're going to get the days they're not with me, which means I can just continue to sprinkle on. So yeah. that's where I really, really would uh, push to anybody that wants to improve their health go find that right fitness professional to get started with. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, to some degree, you're always going to need some kind of equipment, it doesn't have to be fancy. It doesn't have to be a giant treadmill. It could be bands. It could be some kind of equipment. But again, if you feel like you're doing something right, and then you get on a machine that tells you that you're like lopsided or you're using one side more than the other or something, it changes the way you think about it. Correct. And we all have those imbalances. Yep. So, I mean, you, you do need, yeah, I think definitely think we all need a discerning eye. That's why as a, a fitness competitor, I still have a coach. People are like, why do you have a trainer? Because it's an accountability thing. And he can tell me what I'm doing that I shouldn't be, you know? The one thing that I've learned really uh, being with Technogym now for the last four years almost now is when people invest properly and get something that really speaks to them, they're more motivated to use it. They're more likely to enjoy the investment than trying to find something that fits a predetermined dollar. And then it's, it's not what they wanted and they, and they don't get the outcomes. It doesn't feel good when they're on it. So you're actually wasting that money where if you bought the right piece, you don't mind spending it because it's truly an investment. And let's be honest, it's an investment in your health. So that's where we do really well, where our team makes sure we, I'm on the phone all the time with consumers going, hey, I know you called us about this, but let's look at these different pieces and let's make sure that you're going to have something that speaks to you because at the end of the day, we want you to use it use it for a long period of time, progress with it, because now it's, it's, again, it's a partner, not a customer. And there's so many stories of people bought something just because it was a price point and then they never use it. Yeah. Free has no value. Free has no value. Absolutely right. 
Yeah. And it's not, yeah, it's, it's definitely an investment. And so the right piece of equipment too, even if it costs a little bit more will last you longer. So you won't have to buy three of them over your lifetime. You just have the one. Yep. And little things like ours is just so much quieter. Like I I'm in my wife's office. I'm just, let's just call it what it is. But my, <laughs> her treadmill's here and I had my skill bike over here and our bedroom is right around the corner. She would hear me huffing and puffing more than the bike. But again, we designed it to have the lowest decibels possible. And Dan, you'd know this at like hundred RPM. You know what I mean? So again, these are the features that when you're looking for home, you've got to look at everything, you know, cause all of a sudden you buy something, you know, you don't have the right outlets or that's way too noisy. And, yeah. you know, and then all of a sudden now you're stuck with something that isn't right. Oh yeah. And I've heard plenty of that too, by the way, I, I use a bike trainer and it's like, dad, you, were you doing intervals last night? Uh, sorry about that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So Marty, if somebody had questions about not only the equipment that you have at Technogym, but they had questions for you, you sound like somebody who loves to share. And I love that. How do they get a hold of you? How do they reach you? Yeah. The two things, the easiest is um, mmiller at technogym.com or I, one of my commitments is I want to get better at Instagram, getting out information. Like I'm not like, I really like putting more stuff out to speak to trainers. So they can hit me up at dr.martymiller72. And then just, if you need a video of something, you got to, you know, you want me to get on and show something, I'd be more than happy to do that. Cause that kind of inspires me to actually put content out. Cause I want to, that's my passion is how do I take all the knowledge that I've been gifted with through my mentors and how do I now leverage that to thousands of trainers so they can elevate their career as well as now how many people are they touching each and every day? That's the kind of stuff that gets me excited. Absolutely. You guys hear that? Ask him your questions and he shall answer. <laughs> Very generous of you, Marty. Very generous. Hey, I didn't get here by myself, the Rodney Corns of the world and many others that we yeah. both know. And, you know, so if, uh, if, if I got here with them dragging me along, it's, it's my opportunity to pour back in the industry. Amen. Nice, Marty. Paying it forward. I'm going to start calling you Marty Touche Miller. <laughs> Touche. I love it. I love That's your new nickname, okay? All right. That works. All right. That works. I've been called much worse, trust me. <laughs> Haven't we all? Oh, my goodness. I still have a client that apologizes to me for cussing at me in our first session. And I'm like, it's okay. It's okay. I've been called worse. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time and your energy. Marty, we loved having you on here. I loved learning from you. I'm definitely going to follow you on Instagram. That, see, now that, that just makes me smile. So that's a, that's a compliment. <laughs> Absolutely. Dan, any parting words for our followers today? I'm just going to uh, reiterate what I mentioned earlier, which was just following up on what Marty said is learn the science. You don't need the, uh, you know, no offense to Marty and I know he won't take it, but you don't need the PhD to understand the fundamental science of movement. Learn the science create your own exercise. Nothing wrong with uh, looking at exercises, and learning exercise, but if you understand the science and you'll understand what's actually happening there and whether it is the right fit for you or the people that you are helping. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. I'm on your Instagram right now, Marty, and you have 1400 followers. I'm going to look back in a couple weeks and we're going to see where you're at. You're probably going to be like a million. <laughs> <laughs> I can get this message out to that many more people. That's just it's the way it is. I like it. Yes. Nice. Well, thank you again so much, Marty. And to our public, we bid you adieu. And just remember, you guys, make good choices. We'll be talking to you soon. Yeah.